concepts to live can change your life today. Open your Bibles and let's consider for our message today. St. John chapter 14. I'll begin reading at verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And I, watch this now, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while and the world see me no more, but ye see me because I live, ye shall live also. Jump down to verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. Open my eyes that I might see visions of truth revealed from thee. Spirit of the living God, Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, come afresh upon us and bless us in this gathering that your name may be glorified and our lives edified. Granted, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. As you take your seats, the old songwriter by the name of Francis Bottom accompanied the melody in his spirit with the lyric. The lyric that enunciates one of the most crucial and critical events in all history, second only to the coming of Jesus Christ. And that is simply this. Bottom wrote, the comforter has come. The comforter has come. That is no light saying. That is no superficial uh, uh, saying. That, that is deep. Deeper than we realize. The comforter has come. Comforter has come. Because the comforter 
was promised. And God is faithful to all of his promises. I said he's faithful to all of his promises. The comforter has come because the comforter was promised to come. Oh, spread the tidings round wherever men are found. Tell them the comforter has come. And what they'll discover is that they can be lifted from despair and hopelessness because the comforter has come. They can be strengthened to face any circumstance in life because the comforter has come. They can be changed out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son because the comforter has come. People can be converted and changed because the comforter has come. Spread that word around. I said spread that word around. That's why I began with that song, Welcome Holy Spirit. When you understand all of that, which I have just enunciated, then you should end up saying, Welcome Holy Spirit. Because believe me, the devil is displeased that he came. The devil is displeased that he came because since he has come, the devil has no more authority over us. We are not weak and spiritually puny since he has come. With all of your education and with all of your attainments in life, that what you may consider to put you in a position of authority and power, it would fail every time had the Holy Ghost not come. But I'm grateful this morning that I can announce to go all around the world in spite of what you are facing, in spite of your circumstances, in spite of your inabilities, the comforter has come that changes things. I said it changes things. Now I want you to also note this. It's important that anyone who would dare address the, the subject, the doctrine, or the theme of the Holy Ghost needs to realize that the Holy Ghost and the doctrine of the Holy Ghost is not merely restricted to the Apostles' Creed. You know that. Perhaps when you were in school, you had to learn that. Sunday school, you had to learn it. The Apostles' Creed. I not only believe in God and I believe in Jesus Christ, but I believe in the Holy Ghost. Are you with me? And if we truly believe in the Holy Ghost, then right now, hell is disturbed, but heaven is celebrating. Right now, in the midst of all that we are going through, if you can do nothing else, put your hands together just because the Holy Ghost has come. Oh yes. Now you maybe that may 
not seem as deep as you'd like it to be, but, but, but I said it took a lot to get him here. Don't you fool yourself. The devil put up every barrier. The devil tried to work through anyone who was available to make sure that it wouldn't happen. But I'm so glad that Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. But I will pray the Father and he will send comfort. Oh, heaven knew that it was on the agenda. But the kind of God we serve does everything in order. So what you and I will have to understand that there was a long period before he arrived. Hmm? Uh, periods of what I would like to refer to as dispensationalism. Dispensationalism. Dispensation merely speaks of periods of time. Okay? Periods of time. And those, those periods would go over generations. Periods of time. So, so I mean, he, 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 he knew that he would have to come. But he had to wait through all this long period of dispensations. I'm going to announce some of them for you. Uh, let, let's begin with the antediluvian period, to those of you who are biblical scholars. The antediluvian period simply means the period before the flood. Or, or, or the period before Noah. It, it, it's the period that, 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 that brought to uh, for the man first created known as Adam. And you go all the way through and, and you see that uh, Adam, Methuselah, and Enoch all were a part of that first pre-flood period. Holy Spirit hasn't come yet. Then we move on to the dispensation of governance and government or covenants. Bringing to the fore personalities like Noah and his family and the great flood. By the way, they are still investigating that. They've been to Mount Ararat to confirm it, but whether they find it or not, there was a flood. Are you with me? Whether they find the ark or not, there was a flood. And you can't accept the fact that there was a flood with at the same time denying the one God used during the flood. And his name was Noah. Come on. And so you and I have to understand that that period, God used Noah and his family. Then we go on to another dispensation, the dispensation of promises. Promises that would lead toward nation building. Therefore, you have 
Abraham, the father, the great father, that from his seed would come nations. And within that nation or national scope, there would be a promise of a Messiah. The Messiah, Jesus Christ. The Holy Ghost has not come yet. The Savior of the world, the Anointed One. Even for him, we had to wait 42 generations before he arrived. But now, you and I have to understand that it took time to get the Holy Spirit here. Hmm? Jesus came, and when he came, he opened up a new age, and that new dispensation would be the dispensation that would usher in what is known as kingdom and grace. The grace age. He came full of what? He came full of grace. This is the kingdom message. Grace or favor. No matter how bad, how messed up and jacked up we are, we don't qualify because we demand it. We qualify because of grace and mercy. That's how come we are where we are today because of his grace. Grace that is greater than all our sin. When Jesus came, came to the kingdom era, the kingdom era, which went to the day of what we call Pentecost. With all this preaching, with all of his miraculous work and healing, <laughs> there was still something else on the agenda. Uh, with all of the miraculous, uh, mind-boggling feats of Jesus' dispensation, the Holy Ghost still hadn't come yet. But the Holy Ghost had to come in divine order because your God and my God is a God of order. So then God so loved the world that God sent his son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have ever right? Okay, God sent his son, Jesus. Now, Jesus comes. And before he leaves, he introduces the fact that it's time. It's time. He's been waiting a long time for his turn. He's, he, 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 he is one of the Godhead, uh, but, but he had not come yet. He had to wait until he was introduced. And that's where my text comes in. That Jesus, who has spent 33 years on the earth and a three and a half year ministry, set up everything, setting it up for the next dispensation. 
which would be the Holy Ghost dispensation. And that's where we are right now. Because you and I can testify, I thought I heard you testify, that the Comforter has come. Now, you see what I mean? You see what I mean when I said we ought to get excited about the fact that he came? Because it took a long, he was a long time coming. But somebody ought to shout this morning, the Comforter! Jesus promise has come. Hallelujah. So when I read this passage, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. Because I've comforted you during my period. But now there's another comforter. But in his comforting and in his ministry, he never traveled 200 miles away from his home. He was in a physical form, which limited him like you're limited to be only in one place at one time. which limits the degree to which you can influence what you're trying to influence because you can only influence right there where you are. What about all that? What about all of them? What about over there? God in his wisdom took on the form of spirit. So the spirit would not be limited to one geographical location at any time so that the Holy Ghost would not be limited to have a conversation with you only. So I don't care how big you think you are and how important you think you are and the fact that he is talking to you and moving on you. Don't think you're the only one because he can speak to everybody at the one and the same time because he's the Holy Spirit. Preach. Not limited to any geographical location. Not limited to any boundary. His spirit. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Because I don't care where you go, you can't get away from him. I don't care what you're doing, he knows all about it. I don't care what you're up to, he knows it before you do it because he is in your mind, he's in you. Oh, Jesus, help me this morning. The Holy Ghost has come. And since the Holy Ghost has come, you and I have capacity. We have capacity to embrace things of the Spirit to the extent that we can embrace stuff that we never thought about, that become our thoughts. 
the Spirit of God moving on your mind. Moving even when you're sleeping. He's not restricted. He, because you turn the lights out, don't mean it's in the dark. The Holy Spirit not only works and deals with young people, but old people. He not only works with young and old, but he works with all. We have boundaries and limitations. We have borders and uh, international uh, boundary lines and, and date lines and all of that kind of stuff. But, but wait a minute, but, but the Holy Ghost, that's why you ought to know right now, he knows about your bills. That's why you ought to be confident to know that he knows about your hurts. Stuff you haven't told anybody about, but he knows it because he knows your mind. He knows your heart. He can get inside of you and get out of you to be for you. All of it at the same time. I said the confidence has come. Preach on, preacher. Now, if we're going to appreciate this text, we have to know that the departure from heavenly presence and duty is not the way we think. <laughs> because even though he's here, there's a sense in which he's there also. <laughs> Jesus said, I'm leaving, but I will pray the Father and he will send you another comforter. You got that? Now, now, now watch this now. Uh, Jesus said, a little while you're not going to see me. Isn't that what he said? A little while, you're not going to see me. Look at verse 19. He said, yet a little while, and the world sees me no more. Now, when they, you know, when he ascended, they said, oh, he's gone. <laughs> he's out of here. Wait a minute. Keep reading. And it says, yet a little while. Verse 19, you see it? The world sees me no more. But, say but. Ye see me. Don't you see it? If you're in the spirit, you'll see it. You see me. You see him. You see him. You see him. Now watch this now. Let's read the word. Because he said, I live, you shall live also. If nothing else verifies the fact, it's because you're still here. You may be lame. You may be bruised. You may be broken. You may come through mess. You may come through a lot of stuff. You may even have some dirt on you still. But I tell you one thing. Because you are who you are in him, verifies that he is with you. Because I live. You shall live also. Now, that's not just talking about when you get to heaven. Right now. Right now. 
because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone and now I know that life is worth the living because come on where's the people at where's the people at because he lives somebody's gonna be able to face tomorrow somebody's gonna get their chin up somebody's gonna throw their chest back they I mean their shoulders back and, and, and their chest gonna be out oh, oh yeah there's a right time but you need to let the devil know you thought you had ruined me you thought that I would never make it you thought that I would never rise again I know you did but, but, but I got news for you because he lives you can face it because he lives hallelujah Jesus and so <laughs> dispensations have led up to this moment somebody said everything takes time uh, only for the sake of the fact that you and I exist in time because when you go over into the spiritual realm there's no calendar on the wall are you with me because the day of him is as a thousand years and a thousand years is a day so I mean you're gonna get mixed up are you with me I'm so grateful for the fact that the Holy Spirit also becomes the holy revealer. Yes. <sighs> I said the Holy Spirit becomes the holy revealer. So I will not leave you comfortless. But the Father will give you another comforter. It's amazing that he is referred to with three titles. Look at it. Look, 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 let's go to the book. Uh, verse 17. And you're going to, uh, excuse me, let's, let me begin with verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. You got that? And by the way, forever. Not just for time but forever okay so 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 watch this now even who the spirit of truth got that then if you keep reading he is also the comforter wait a minute I say he's the comforter he's the spirit of truth are you with me He's the Holy Ghost. Wow. He's the Holy Ghost. He's the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Ghost brings in the factor and the element that there's some things that are 
that you don't see. And that's what scares us. Because we feel the wind, but we don't see it. We're affected by, what's this now? We're affected by the very, watch this now, this is important. We're affected by what we don't see and after a while we just go on and accept the fact that it's there. I don't know about it, I don't understand it, but I know it's there. Which one of us in here can honestly say we've seen Stay with me now. Wind. The best we can do is to feel wind. I'm trying to say something to these people here. It's ghosty. One man was hearing a message just like this. And in hearing the, the, this message, it, it caused a certain disposition. We, 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 have, we have the dispensation. Now here's the disposition. And the disposition is, I don't understand that. It's something about fire I don't understand. I see these flames leaping. And I feel the heat. But I really don't understand that flame. All I know is, it's something leaping. But, but, but fire is not as easily discerned as you think. Because it's more than what you see. Are you staying with me? Stay with me. So, so these, 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 these various uh, metaphors are used by God to present himself to us in ways that you and I don't understand. We think that we have to understand everything to accept anything. When you are doing it all the time. Hind the world. Are you going to explain? Stay with me now. That you are using fire to cook, to heat, and to do all these things. And yet, that's a metaphor. Cloven tongues of fire. A mighty rushing wind. All of them denote the Holy Ghost. Because in all of them, they become the metaphors and, the, and, and if, you pray, if you please, the symbols of. Then, don't let me start dealing with oil. Because the oil that comes from, in biblical context, a tree. How's oil going to come from a tree? 
because it has an olive that grows on that tree. But that olive can only produce oil when it's crushed. So in the crushing situations of your life, start celebrating the oil of the anointing on your life. I'm crushed. Oh, I did it to me. You remember how we used to get the snatches? <laughs> Let me tell you something. This thing about the Holy Ghost, just, I almost feel like flying right now. But God put all that together just for you. As though it was only you. God wants you to know I'm there with you. I'm there in spirit. How many of us can understand spirit? Mysterious. Mind-boggling. That's the disposition that we find ourselves in. His spirit of truth. So that is, he's not only <laughs> truthful, but he is truth. Oh my God. And then the truth is more than what's said or written. <laughs> the truth is spirit. Now that further come. This man who heard this message on the Holy Ghost said, I understand it, and yet I'm confused with it. Because when I hear the Holy Ghost, then it says to me something spooky and something dark and mysterious. I'm scared of that. And then when you say Holy Spirit, that doesn't help either. So then, suppose I tell you that the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost is a person. Really? A person like you. Really? The Holy Ghost is a person? Well, when you read concerning the Holy Ghost, you'll discover that it's He. When He, the Spirit of Truth. When He, when He, when He, when He. That's, that's a personal pronoun, isn't it? Come on now. And you have to understand that God wants the Holy Spirit to be so relevant to us, so relatable to us, until he made the Holy Spirit in the form so that you and I can identify with him as another person. When he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he I don't have the time to enumerate on the many places in Scripture where you'll find that personal reference to him. He's your comforter. Yes. Now, that's getting a little better. <laughs> that's a little better because I need some comfort. 
I mean, I've been going through so much stuff, and I don't care what he looks like. I don't care what if he. I, 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 I want somebody to comfort me. Have you ever been there in your life? When you're willing to accept anybody, you know, you may be proud and, 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 and you know, kind of, uh, you know what I mean, you know, bourgeoisie and whatever. Top, but, but, but let me tell you, you can be hurting so bad until you don't care who it even looks like. Somebody who will come and say, come on, let me help you up. And they start helping you up. You're not going to ask their pedigree. You don't need to know anything about their genealogy. You just say, thank you. I'm saying God did all of that just so he could get you into a better place. And he does it through the Holy Ghost and be, be the Holy Spirit. And if you please the spirit of truth, because he always tells the truth. The Holy Ghost is not never going to be charged with lying. Now you've never lied. But you have a capacity to lie. And then some of you did lie. I've lied. All of us at some point have lied. Oh yes, we are very quiet in the sanctuary. He's the spirit of truth. And who is the truth? I am the way, the truth, and the life. Come on now. He said, when he says he's the spirit of truth, he's connecting with the truth. And the truth is Jesus. And Jesus connects with the Father. And the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's the Trinity, folks. He's the third member of the Godhead. Can you imagine? Jesus leaving says, well, I'm going through a process, but I'm going to go down and I'll be, I'll be the Messiah. I'll be the anointed one. Okay. He stays those years, 33, and then he says to the Holy Ghost, it's your turn. I've got him as far as I can get him. I brought them along. I got it all set up for you. They're all there. Hmm? I preached salvation and cleansing. I have given them all they need to be ready for you, Holy Spirit. They've come through a mess. They've come through generational curses. They've come through all kinds of stuff. But, but, but I canceled it all out. So when you go down, Holy Spirit... What you're going to have are vessels that are willing and ready to do the will of God. I don't know what he had to deal with you about. But I'll tell you what. Your best self, if he has not dealt with you yet, is about to happen. Because when the Holy Spirit, in his dispensation does what he comes to do I don't care you can kick scream holler I ain't going back I don't want no church I don't want no Bible I don't want no this I don't want no that but wait sooner or later sooner or later sometimes you'll let a little sickness drop on over there 
And next thing you know, help me, God. You reach a point where you don't have a job. Help me, God. Or you reach a point where your friends cut you off. Help me, God. Come on, somebody. You ought to understand that the Holy Ghost was sent just for you as if it was only you. But the blessing is, he's got all of us. He's got us all. Because he's truth, he's comforter, he's also ghost. Something you ought to just thank the Lord right now you, you don't know. But let's thank the Lord for ignorance. No. I know it sounds like I lost my mind, but I haven't. Let's thank the Lord for ignorance. Thank the Lord for what you don't know. I'm going to stay a minute. I said, thank the Lord for what you don't know. You don't know you're blessed that the Holy Ghost will not let you see certain things, will not let you go through certain things because the love of God and the grace of Jesus will not let you go that way. So he holds it back from you. Oh, Jesus, I'm not finished with that. Somebody... This morning, in this sanctuary, you know what you've been through this week. You know what you're going through right now. You just ought to bless God that you don't know, that you don't understand, that you don't have, and that you... Stop trying to measure yourself by somebody else, because you don't know what they're going through. Yeah, everybody here is going through something. But I'm so grateful this morning that it doesn't matter what you're going through. He's able. I said he's able. He's able. He's able to keep you from falling. Disposition. The disposition. St. John chapter 14, 16 again. I will pray the Father and he will send you another comforter. I want, if you get nothing out of this word, I want your attitude to change toward the Holy Spirit. Stop being messed up in your mind about what you don't know, don't understand. Because when the time comes, the spirit of truth will cause you to understand. Why did I have to go through this? Well, well, why did I have to? I mean, look at them. They, They didn't go. That's what we do. We compare ourselves with other people. But you don't know what the other people's been through. Because maybe if you knew what the other people's been through, you may say, well, thank God, I may be messed up. But I <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. I say again, the Holy Ghost has come. And that changes things. 
I said that changes things. Spread the news. Spread the news to those that are in despair this morning. Spread the news to many that are broken and bruised. Spoke, speak, uh, speak to those who have reached a point where they don't even want to live anymore. Have you spoken to anybody like that lately? I have. The devil can so be permitted to get into your mind and into your affairs that the thing that you see best for you is to help yourself to get out of here quick. And you can't tell anybody else. You gotta walk with that. You gotta sleep with that. But all the while you're saying, I know who you are. You are my paracletus. I can make it through anything because the comforter has come. I can make it through anything because the comforter has come. And the comforter, the word comforter, simply means paracletus. That's further confusing, all right. It means intercessor. It means, stay with me now, it means helper, better, quick. It means this. Stand right there, please. I'm, I'm in my house. I got to go over there. It's a rough journey. I don't know how I'm gonna make it, but I'm, 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 I gotta get, I gotta get, I gotta get over there. I gotta get up there. But, but then I, I meet the, the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost. Watch this. Turn with me. The wherever I go, the Holy Ghost goes. Wherever I go, the Holy Ghost goes because He's alongside. Wherever I go, the Holy Ghost is there. He's with me. He's with me. Uh, I, I know you all left me. I know you all left me. I, I know you all don't have nothing for me, but, but, all right. but wherever I go, the Holy Ghost is there. So watch how you handle me, because you are not just dealing with me. You're dealing with the one that with me. So wherever I'm going, just remember, just remember, when you want to act up against me, you're not just dealing with me, you're dealing with him, because I That's why you ought to be encouraged this morning that the church doors are open so you can hear the spirit of truth. He runs alongside. When you're sleeping, he's there. On your wake time, he's there. He's there all the time. Not just in a Sunday morning when, the, when, like we say, the spirit is moving. The spirit's always moving. What we really mean is it's moving so I can identify it. That's all you're saying. Because he's always moving. Guess what? God's going to have worshipers if you don't worship. Hmm? 
God will always have somebody to worship him. Don't get stuck on yourself thinking that if I don't, he won't. No, come on now. I got some news for you. God will reach over into some far-flung place, find somebody with a sensitive heart, and cause that person to rise up and bring glory to his name. Somebody ought to thank God that you got your little space. You ought to thank God that you got your little place. You ought to thank God that you are. He said that he not only will be with you. Isn't that what he says? That he will be not only with you. Verse 17. But he said, but he shall be in you. Now it's a wonderful thing that he's with me. And, and when I'm tempted to go in the wrong place, he said, hey, 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 I'm not coming in there. Uh, you don't have to go in there. Uh, uh, come on, that's conviction. That's conviction. So he's not just running alongside you or walking wherever you walk, but he is also, watch this now, He's, he's, he's governing you. And he's saying, don't go in there. Don't do that. Don't act like that. Don't be that way. Don't take that. Don't. The Holy Ghost. So when you know all of that about him, what is it about him that you are afraid of? It's amazing that we see the ghost, but we don't see the holy. What kind of ghost is this? It's a holy ghost. You don't have to see him, but you know he's here this morning. Don't you see him? Y'all don't see him. You, you don't see him, but he's here. He's here because he promised to be here and he's faithful to his promises. So I know he's here. And by the way, he's here. Jesus is here. God is here. They're all here. Because when you see one, you see them all. Even though God is in heaven, Jesus is back there being our advocate in heaven. But the Holy Ghost is down here. Come on, somebody. God is taking care of that business. Holy Ghost taking care of his business down here. And I'm trying, struggling, trying to live right and pray right and pray right. I remember when I got saved, I heard one of the uh, uh, old brethren at the Angle Street Church praying. I said, oh, God, <laughs> I'll never do that. I said, I guess I'm lost because I'll never be able to pray like that. I'm talking about Brother Tommy Francis, Brother Bramble, Brother your father, brother, brother Herbert, uh, Pop Herbert, and, and all them people, and you know, Pop Herbert would get up and he'd say the same thing every week. <laughs> same thing every week. <laughs> people say, here he goes, I can tell you what he's gonna say. Yeah, but guess what? What you don't know is what that was born of. You don't know how that ministered to some people while it did not minister to you because you wouldn't let it minister to you. But when you start realizing that God can use anybody, anytime, any way he wants to do it, then you will start 
changing your behavior. Are you staying with me? But I know when I could pray. And yet the Bible tells me that the whole, read, 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 read Romans 8. Read Romans 8. In fact, Romans 8, 16. Look there for yourself. And you're going to see that the, it says there that the spirit helps us. Say, say it helps us. Say the spirit helps me. Huh? Okay, let's, let's look at it. Look at verse 26. It says, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our what? Infirmities. For we know not what we should what? Pray for as we ought, but the but but the but the but 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 the but 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 the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be humanly uttered. God now somebody already get encouraged right there. You ought to get encouraged to know that you know it's not about how perfect you're gonna be in your diction. Dealing all your that these and twas and all that kind of stuff. That's Elizabethan language. That's not that's not heaven's language. But when we hear someone in heaven's language, I have a heavenly language. It usually it usually comes about when I'm in the midst of my of my my own devotional life, when all the other stuff and junk and pain and misery and hurt and whatever, whatever, all the business that has to be done, all that. I remember when we had that big death in the millions sometimes, I go before God and God. And my name was on it, not yours. My name. I'm saying, God, that's not fair. And I'll be crying. But then, when the Holy Spirit takes over, he gets your message, the right message, over to the Father for us. Say, I thank God it's not about me. I am grateful. I got somebody who will take care of my business. He will pray for you. He will pray with you. I don't care who you are right now, somebody, I just, I saw somebody just leap to their feet because somebody in this place today has been struggling saying, God, I don't know how to pray. If you're here like that, stand on your feet right now, wherever you are. I don't know how to pray, God. I don't know how to get through to you. Where you, where you at? Where you at? Where you? I see your hand. I want you to stand up. Stand up. Stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet. What, what, your, your hand was up. What was you indicating? I want the person who wants to be honest this morning. Where were you at? The back there? Okay. Well, wherever you are, that's the enemy's trick in getting you to get the wrong attitude. Because I got news for you. I don't care what diction you use or what linguistics you use. In the final analysis, the one who can really get through to the Father for you is the Holy Ghost himself. I wish somebody, I wish somebody would just, y'all don't make preaching so hard for me. I, I wish somebody would simply say, I got somebody. I don't hear you. 
don't hear you. What about your strength? What about your weakness? What about your, your limitedness? What about your humanity? I hear somebody say what? Oh, y'all not helping me to preach. I got somebody. I know it's bad drama, but sometimes you don't understand that there's somebody who has prayed for you. And when I say that, I'm not necessarily talking about another human being. The Holy Ghost prays for you. And guess what? You don't see him because he's spirit. But I wish, since you know the Bible is true, that you will give God praise right now that the Holy Spirit is faithful to pray for you, pray with you, pray in you, pray through you, pray. Oh my God, my God, my God. Let me move on. The dispensationalism. The disposition. Now the diligence. The diligence. That's getting it done. Going to it. I know we say a lot of things, we promise a lot of things, but no, no, this is getting to it. This is going to now be activated. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I know things are not perfect, but, but I know the perfect one. Are you staying with me? I, I know I don't seem to be able to be everywhere doing everything that I'm supposed to do, I am supposed to do and all of that, yeah. But let me tell you something. You ought to celebrate right now if you've got a want to. Your diligence begins with a desire to. Before you even do, just having a desire to do. Are you with me? A desire to trust, a desire to be faithful, a desire to put it in God's hands, a desire to celebrate the Holy Spirit. That's why Paul said to uh, the Corinthians in his, in his last benediction to them, I think it's uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. Notice what it says. It says, uh, the love of God, the grace of the Lord Jesus, the communion, and communion there means fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You can talk to him just like you talk to me. Tell him all about it. He will what? He'll hear your faintest what? He'll answer what? Just a little talk. Just, just do what you got to do. Some people want to glorify God, don't have a prayer life. No prayer life. Who are you talking to? When you don't have a prayer life, I'm going to tell you who you're going to talk to. You're going to talk to somebody else. Girl, let me tell you something. You know what I've been going through this week? These colored people, they have put me through 
so much this week, girl. I'm trying, you know? And you and, and know what you can say? I know that much. They talk to you. That's them. That's the way they act. Like, you, know, like, you ain't helping me. Go sit down. <laughs> what I need is somebody who can say, give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll bear it. Yeah. Give it to me. And I'll share it. some things but I'm grateful that I have somebody who will say give it to me instead of just interacting with people and this doesn't happen just because we teach it it happens because the Holy Ghost is faithful to not only teach us but to bring conviction to us some things we know we are wrong and when you are facing with the wrong, you got to make it right. And, and, and many times the making it right is not so much even you're doing it right. It's that you have a heart to do it right. And he will take it from there. And many times the thing you thought you could never do, you later find out has already been done. Okay, let me break it on down. Let me break it on down for you. Here's somebody that, you know, owes you. You learn them some stuff, and, and, and they owe you. But they haven't paid. And by the way, it don't look like they want to pay. And that's where we need a little help from the Lord or somebody else. We need some help because when you know what they ought to be doing and they're not doing it, we say, I, I come, no, come here. Let me tell you, this is what you have done, and you're going to take care of this. It's amazing. It's not, will you take care of it? No, you, 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 uh, uh, you're going to take care of this. That's, that's us. But the Lord sometimes has to get a hold to us and let us know in the final analysis what's most important. The thing, the money, or what? Or is it you and your relationship with me? If your relationship to get back what people have done to you and hurt you and bruised you and wounded you and taken you through all these changes, wait a minute now. But you have to ask, is it worth it? It may be better that you just say, I leave it to the Lord. I mean... No, wait now. No, wait now, because you know, we, we slick. We slick, because I've done this. We say, we let the Lord handle this. And back here, yes. suck them, God. <laughs> oh. Suck them, God. Get them, get, get them, get them, get them, God. Get them, get them, get them, get them. But what about the scripture that said, do good to them that hate you, speak all manner of evil against you, falsely, for my sake. For great is your reward. Where? In heaven. So that's in heaven. But isn't it a blessing that even though it's, I got some up there, he also lets me have a little bit of it down here. 
I want somebody who feels blessed this morning. I want somebody who want to give God praise that I may not have this, I may not have that, but I got you. I want, I want about a few people who say, well, I may not be this, I may not be that, but I am. I wish I had somebody in this house this morning who can give God praise for what you don't have. For what you don't know. For, oh, God. That's why Jesus is referred to in these metaphorical terms. He's referred to as fire, oil, wind, yes, and there are many other metaphors. But the one that blesses me is this. God sent the Holy Spirit because he can be everywhere at the same time. You know what we don't celebrate? Is how God moves like that. I said God. Not only knew you would be here today. But God knew. Before you knew. You'd be here today. That's why. We have to live in fellowship with him and commune with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the only one that really knows the mind of God. He knows the heart of God. He knows the mind of God. Why? Because he's the spirit of God. Hmm? The Holy Ghost is universal. The same word that was preached here last Sunday, somebody approached me on Monday with the phone, with that on it. Studio, listen to this. on your road does what you do there is even diversity in that because even though I'm in the ministry Paul says in Ephesians that there is the fivefold ministry that even those who are in the ministry some he gave to be prophets some he gave to be pastors some he gave to be bishops some he gave to be evangelists why for the edification of the church so even if you do what I do you can't do what I do like I do because he created me to do what I do like I do Tell somebody I like me and you better like you because you can't be nobody else but you and if you're gonna be effective you're gonna have to find your sweet spot right in the center of you you are struggling finding your purpose because you're looking at somebody else's lines and you're trying to trace it this is a new creation purpose is abstract art it is not concrete sometimes purpose doesn't make sense sometimes purpose is all over the place sometimes you'll create a sermon structure that doesn't fit with homiletics and it doesn't fit within the structure of what a seminary will teach you and you will still reach millions of people why because when God puts the gift inside of you he then attracts people to the gift why because everybody God calls he simultaneously qualifies all right all right, 
Betsy. I know what y'all thinking. I know what y'all thinking. I'm in your head. I know what y'all thinking. That I called him to ask him, what are you going to preach Sunday? What's on your mind? What's in your spirit? And then I come and I do this. My little thing up here. No. Because the Holy Ghost is universal. One Holy Ghost. One Holy Ghost. One Spirit of God. One Holy Spirit. One truth. One word. One Lord. One the fact that I've got a hookup, that I've got a new hookup, I got the, uh, uh, his name is Keon Henderson, many of you have heard him, I don't know him, never met him, never had a conversation with him, none of that. Can I get you to do what, what, what I feel in my spirit and what I see in the spirit? Wow. Just do this. Just do that. All over. Wow. All just say, wow. Look at God. Wow. Look at how the spirit moves. Wow. Look at how he brought me through. Wow. I'm hooked up. Angels. The Holy Spirit moving. And you're going to you're going to restrict yourself to just being human. You are called because you are spirit and life. That's why when folk die it's not utter despair because the spirit never dies but every now and then we have to take off the clothing that holds the spirit it's a shame but we wait too late many times to celebrate that in people and we, 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 we kind of don't get it right when they can hear it. That's why you ought to make up your mind right now. I'm not only going to respond to the Holy Spirit myself, give him my life, give him my heart, give him my spirit, give him my business, give him everything about me and walk in the spirit as he is in the spirit. I'm going to live like that. But also that I'll be able to identify in people why God brought me into their life with the anointing. So I can deposit something in that life because that's the only reason why God brought them there. And the other thing is, don't worry about the spirit. The spirit still lives. No man can kill 
the Spirit. God gave it. God said, come on. So I want everybody in this place right now who receives this word, this truth, this morning, I want you right now to just give God your own personal worship and praise. I see, but we're too dignified. You know, we, some people, some people ask when they write in, even people, you know, in foreign countries, and they want to know, what in the world did they, did they hear what I heard? What's wrong? There ought to be a shout in your spirit that God has sent the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God has come and he is indeed the spirit that controls my life. Now give him praise right now. Come on, give him thanks right now. Give him thanks. Long before WebEx, Zoom, Facebook, even Lexa. Long before wireless systems connecting people. God said, I'm going to send you the Holy Ghost that will be able to connect everybody at the same time with the same word. What a mighty God we serve. I'm through, but I've got to say this to you before I close. There's no one else in the world that can help you with living like the Holy Ghost can. He is the ultimate source for true living. Wow. He is so awesome that he, because of who you are, can speak to somebody you've never met before and cause them to just walk up and say, and they'll say, I don't know why I'm doing this, but the Lord just, I don't know what, I, I don't know. I, I, Cause I'm not, I don't go to church. I'm not a religious person. I'm not deep and all that kind of stuff. But all I know, I, I just something, something, something told me, just bless you. So I want to bless you. I'm not on the choir. I'm not, no, 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 but just something. Have you ever heard people talk like that? Something said, something. Do you know what that something is? That's the Holy Ghost. And maybe what he's saying to you today, bring me all your stuff. You've been trying to carry stuff that's too much for you. That's why I'm here. That's why the comforter has come, because I want to comfort you. I want to comfort you. I want to, I want to run with you. I want to walk with you. I want, to, I want you to be in my company, and I want to be in your company. And somehow this morning I got a feeling that somebody is tired of trying to get it all done by themselves. Bring your life. Bring your trouble. Bring your trial. Bring your stuff. Bring your stuff. And he'll take it. And when he takes it, sometimes he shakes the weight out of it and then tells you, now you can handle it now. Or he'll just say, give it to me. 
and he takes it. Is there anybody in here that wants to give him what you can't carry? Anybody in here who said my life has been so jacked up that it's my turn to get my life straightened out. And I'm here today, God. That's why I'm in the church today, because I want that to happen. If you're like that, stand to your feet right now. Everybody in here, stand right now. If you're like that, I want you to just leave wherever you are. Just come. And this altar is open for you. And you can leave here other than the way you came. But you're going to have to be willing to let him do it. Are y'all still out there? Now's the time for action on our part. Now's the time for action. Now's the time for diligence. Because the truth of the matter is that we've been trying to do what we were never built to do. We're trying to do his work. But today, I want to yield everything to him from this moment forward, right now. Stand on your feet, everybody, please. And as God has spoken to you, I want to open this altar to you. Bring it on, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. While this is being played, I want you to come from wherever you got to come from. Wherever you got to come from, just start walking right now. He knows where you're at. He knows what your situation is. Just come. for me I need some help and I don't care who knows it I, I need some help in my life you may have to tell somebody please excuse me but what I need you can't do for me not finished come let's be honest I've been going through this and I've been going through that come on I don't care well I'm not I'm not you know I'm not all that you know I got my bad spot whatever come on come on come on come on come on wherever you got to come from just come just bring whatever you got bring it bring it bring it bring it you out. I don't want to leave you out, but wherever you got to come from, you come. And what you'll find, that he's not only a Holy Spirit, but he's a faithful spirit. And he will be here to meet your need. Come from wherever you got to come. Just one more time, I'm going to ask you, just come, come, bring it. Bring it, 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 bring it. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Lord, first for those of you who have stepped forward and you're carrying a, bait, a, a burden, I want you to lay it down here. I want you to lay it down here. Don't leave with it. Leave it. Give it to me and I'll bear it. That's what he says. Bring it to me and I'll share it. So wherever you are right now, I'm going to pray, but I want you to pray right where you are. Oh, you're a great burden bearer. Holy Spirit, we honor you today. Holy Spirit, we just want to celebrate you. And we want to say, welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome. We welcome you to us. We welcome you to our situations. We welcome you. You're not intruding on us. You're not intruding, but God, we welcome you. Spirit of the living God, look upon everyone standing around this altar. You know why they are here. You know what's on their heart. You know what their situation is. But right now, in the name of Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, God, we say that we lay it down. And as we lay it down, we turn it over to you and cause them to do that. Cause them to release and cause them, God, to give over right now. Whatever they are facing, whatever they're going through, fix it right now, God. Lift their burdens and cause them, Lord, to be lighter. That they'll be able to move away from this altar knowing that you have now taken it over. Holy Spirit, work within their lives. Prove yourself to them. Cause them to be strengthened with might. Cause them to rise up. Cause them to continue. Cause them to get a second wind. Cause them, Lord, to break through. In the name of Jesus. And then, Lord, for all of us. For everyone in this place. Mm. Holy Spirit, move on us. Move on our lives. Move on our situation. Move on us. In the name of Jesus. Show yourself strong. Show yourself to be indeed the paracletus. Work for us. Push doors open for us. Shut up other doors. Make ways. Cut off other ways. In the name of Jesus. Work it out. Work it out. Work it out. Work it out, work it out. And we'll give you the glory. We'll give you the praise. For we do pray in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, right where you're standing, give the Holy Ghost a welcome clap of praise. Wherever you are, wherever you are. Those that are watching. From time to time. 
I mentioned the places. Botswana. I mentioned the places like Qatar. I mentioned the places like China. And wherever you are watching, I want you to know that same Holy Spirit can work with you right there, right where you are and make a difference in your life. My God, things are going to be better just because we came to worship today. When we go out of those doors, we don't go out the way we came in because God has met us in this place. Now give God a mighty hand clap of praise. As you go, as you return to your seats, as you return to your seats, is the word all right? Concepts can change your life.